This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get our first look at the morning headlines. Breaking this morning uh, out of Orange, police investigating a homicide. Yeah, police say they were called to the home, the home in the 400 block of Cypress Avenue just before 11 last night where they found a man with a gunshot wound. The victim has been identified as 22-year-old Javen Bilbo of Orange. Police are asking anyone with information about the crime to give them a call at 833-TIPS. Developing this morning as well, an investigation underway into a fatal boat collision on Lake Sam Rayburn. At this hour, Texas Parks and Wildlife working to find out how it happened. Our media partner, KJS Radio, on the scene minutes after it happened at about 6.30 last night. They tell us three generations of a Grand Lake, Louisiana family, from teens to elderly relatives, had arrived at Rayburn for their first day of vacation. Family members say they were on a pontoon boat when a bass boat collided with them. First responders from several agencies res rescued the most seriously injured victim. The man was flown to Jasper Memorial Hospital and was dead on arrival. Now three other family members were taken to the hospital. Parks and Wildlife game wardens are investigating. This is a developing story. You can stay with us for updates on KFDM.com. Well, Southeast Texas Water District is hardening its facility against severe tropical weather after getting hit by Harvey and Imelda. This morning in a special report, KFDM's Mellow Styles shows us how Jefferson County Water Control Improvement District 10 in Mid-County is reconstructing its facility to better prepare for future storms. The staff of Water District 10 are finally getting their heads above water after dealing with two hurricanes. We've had uh, two major floods, one with Tropical Storm Hurricane Harvey and then uh, with Hurricane Imelda. McDonald can recall what it was like for him and his team when the storm hit. And it was up to the top of that. Yeah. And we walked around, we walked around, and, and as we got things going, we sloshed around in this mess. The place was just a mess. Stuff floating, stuff spilled. Yeah, it was, it was bad. And we picked up the best we could, but nobody thought it would be that much rain. But the 6,000 Water District 10 customers never went without their services. McDonald says he and his crew have worked endlessly to keep the plant running. First thing you have to do is de-energize the facility, and that's in this building here. This building had 18 inches of water in it, and it houses our electrical. The building most impacted was the water control facility, where they test the water. That building had to be restored after Harvey, but before they could finish, Imelda hit. So, Water District 10 needed to take a step up, literally with the help of half a million dollars from the Texas Water Development Board. Luckily, that built this new building, which is up about 35, 40 inches, and hopefully will you know, provide us protection and a safe haven to work. McDonald believes this building is prepared for almost anything and everything that could come their way. It houses about six of us during uh, you know, inclement weather, bad weather, storms and it's up nice and safe. It's a 130 mile per hour rated building. But what plans does McDonald and the rest of the Water District 10 team have for the old control building? All of this electrical equipment that is about 30 years old will be moving inside that old control building, so we're gonna repurpose that building. McDonald says he is tremendously happy with the work that has went into the plant. He leaves every day feeling better, knowing that Water District 10 can continue to serve the community while also keeping himself and his team safe when major storms come to Southeast Texas. Reporting in Jefferson County, Mello Styles, KFDM 6 News. 
Thomas McDonald says the facility has come a long way, but there's still a lot more work they'll be doing in the near future to keep the plant running as efficiently as possible. Governor Greg Abbott invoking the invasion clause of the U.S. Constitution yesterday to combat what he calls a failed border policy. The move gives Texas law enforcement the power to arrest migrants and drop them at ports of entry rather than deporting them. The invasion clause says the federal government says it shall guarantee every state in the union a, re a, a Republican form of government and shall protect them against invasion. At the, at, with Abbott empowering the law enforcement agents to drop migrants at ports of entry, it now puts the burden or should on the Customs and Border Protection's field, uh, Office of Field Ops, which operates those installations rather than the Border Patrol. The authority described by Abbott would amount to a significant and untested expansion of the normal powers of the National Guard and state police, who until now have turned migrants over to Border Patrol agents. Everyone working to solve the homeless problem in Southeast Texas agrees that it's a long-term process. That process includes regular meetings of the Beaumont Homeless Coalition. The group got together yesterday at the event center downtown and heard from other organizations to help the homeless. The goal is to cooperate, share resources, and make sure they're not duplicating services. We can provide all kinds of assistance and shelters and mental health assistance and substance abuse assistance, but you know, if you don't have people willing to take advantage of that, you know, there's not much you can do. Two new homeless shelters that are more like homes are a major step forward in finding solutions for housing the homeless. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here is a look at your Friday forecast. We have made it to Friday on what has been a very warm week across the area. Temperatures have once again worked their way back up into the middle and upper 90s. Now, each of the last few days, we've seen a few showers and a couple thunderstorms, but today, I think we'll be under the influence of high pressure, and that's going to keep things pretty quiet. We'll look for mostly sunny skies, both in the Triangle and in the Lakes. As of right now, a heat advisory in effect for Tyler, northern Jasper and northern Newton counties that goes until 10 o'clock this evening. Again, we're going to be looking for heat index values in excess of 110 both in the Triangle and in the lakes this afternoon. South-southwest winds will average out to about 10, uh, 10 to 12 miles an hour. And again, we'll look for highs of around 96 in Beaumont, 94 in Port Arthur. You get up into the lakes area, we'll look for Lumberton at 97 this afternoon, 98 at Coontz, and 99 for Kirbyville and also 99 in Warren. So it is going to be a very hot and a very humid afternoon. Now we'll do it all again on Saturday, and Saturday might be even a touch warmer during the afternoon. Heat index and humidity could be just a touch higher, so it could really be a stifling day on Saturday here in southeast Texas. Our average high temperature on Saturday could hit 98 in Beaumont, which means we are likely to see triple-digit temperatures in parts of Jasper, Newton, and Hardin and Tyler counties, so just be on the lookout for that. Finally, late Saturday night, we'll start to see a boundary work its way towards southeast Texas. That may bring us a very late chance of a shower, maybe a 20% coverage overnight. And then we'll increase those rain chances to about 30 to 40% as we head through the end of the weekend and into the early part of next week. The good thing about rain chances, that will help cool us off just a little bit eventually back into the lower and middle 90s for early next week with south winds continuing to dominate and bringing moisture in out of the Gulf of Mexico. The beach is going to be a good place to be today. We'll certainly be looking for that. 
88 degrees the water temperature. UV index is at 11 today, so make sure you've got plenty of sunscreen. High tide coming up at 1010 this morning and a low tide coming up at 541 this afternoon. If you get out in the water, be careful. A moderate risk of rip currents is there in effect for Friday. And again, sunset today coming up at 821. If you're an allergy sufferer, watch out for the weed pollen and the mold spores. Those are both moderate levels again. And as far as the tropics are concerned, everything's still pretty quiet in the Gulf of Mexico and the Western Caribbean over the next five to seven days. That's going to do it for your forecast on this Friday morning. Of course, don't forget you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com and don't forget to download our free weather app that's available on your ios and android devices and you can follow us on social media we're on facebook instagram and twitter from the kfdm and fox 4 weather center i'm meteorologist chad sandwell have a great day thanks for listening join us again monday for the kfdm morning show podcast